1: It's Friday the 10th of November. In your Squiz today, Optus offers to patch things up, the nation gets an income tax boost, an Aussie cricket icon says farewell and a weekend roast chook. This is your Squiz today. We hope our Optus customer listeners had a smoother day yesterday because the company certainly did not. CEO Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin encountered a wall of criticism for the company's response to Wednesday's national network outage, which prompted her to announce the company's plan for compensation. She says consumers and small business customers will get 200 gigabytes of bonus data and prepaid customers will get unlimited data on weekends through until the end of the year.
0: And Alice, what isn't on the table after Wednesday's outage is monetary compensation. That's despite very loud calls yesterday, particularly from small business advocates, for that to be offered. What Optus says is that the data is more valuable than 13 hours of lost service. But that might not be the final word on all of that. Reports say that the telecommunications ombudsman could direct Optus to pay compensation uh, up to about $100,000 worth depending on how customers were impacted. And there will be no shortage of opportunities for the issue of compensation to be reviewed. Uh, No less than three inquiries were launched yesterday.
1: Yeah, so the communications minister, Michelle Roll, launched a review into what happened and how a repeat performance can be avoided. And she also confirmed the communications regulator will look into emergency triple zero calls that were going down on Optus landlines. That is a serious one. And a Senate inquiry to be led by the Green Senator Sarah Hansen-Young has also been launched.
0: That will see Bayer Rosmarin and other Optus executives explain their response to the outage. They're going to do that pretty soon. That Senate report needs to be handed in by the 9th of December. So we're going to see all of this play out over the next month or so. Uh, aside from the question of compensation, the Optus team copped a lot of flack for their lack of communications with customers on the day And already reports say that customers are voting with their feet by taking their business to other telco providers. Um, That particularly is happening after last year's data breach. What reports say is many customers have had enough.
1: Yeah, there is a lot of scrutiny on Optus, that's for sure. And as for what caused the outage, Bayer Rosmarin shed some light on that yesterday. She said a network event triggered a cascading failure across the telcos, multiple layers of fallback and redundancy, which is clear as mud. Yeah, I'm
0: totally informed now (laughs) about what that was.
1: (laughs) Over the last three weeks, talks about a ceasefire or a formal pause in Israel's war on Hamas in Gaza have not gone very far. But... Overnight, the White House said that Israel has agreed to daily four-hour pauses in its military operations in the Palestinian Territory.
0: That arrangement will start today, and Israel will announce each four-hour window at least three hours in advance. That's the agreement that they've made. Uh, Israel continues to focus its military efforts on removing the Hamas terrorist group from the north of the Palestinian Territory, and reports say that there have been short-term pauses this week in the fighting. As thousands of locals try to flee that area, what this announcement will do is formalise and expand on that process.
1: And prior to this arrangement being struck, President Joe Biden had pressed his Israeli counterpart, Benjamin Netanyahu, for at least a three-day stoppage in the fighting. That was in a bid to release hostages held by Hamas. But Israel hasn't been open to discussing that sort of arrangement until the 239 hostages who were taken on the 7th of October are released. So it's nice when a bit of extra money comes your way that you didn't expect. And that's the case for the Commonwealth Government, which raked in $83.8 billion in corporate income tax in the 2021 to 22 financial year.
0: Yeah, so that's up 22% on the previous financial year and 50% on the year before that. And that's largely down to Australia's high resource prices. It's the first year that the resources sector has paid more tax than all. the other sectors combined, and it includes mining companies BHP and Rio Tinto, which coughed up a quarter of the total of that corporate income tax. Rounding out the top five of taxpayers was Fortescue Metals, the Commonwealth Bank, and also Westpac.
1: And as for those who didn't pay any tax last financial year, more than 800 large companies are on that list, and it includes Qantas, AGL, and Optus's parent company, Singapore Telecom. That doesn't mean they're dodging their obligations, though. The tax is payable on profits, not companies' gross income. And the tax rules say that losses can be offset against future profits. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Whizzers who are cricket fans will be all across this, Claire, but the Aussie women's cricket captain, Meg Lanning, said yesterday that she will be hanging up her international cricket boots.
0: Yeah, her retirement really is the end of an era for Australian cricket. Mm. She debuted back in 2010 and has worn the green and gold 241 times. She's captain Australia in 182 matches. She also had a leading role in Australia bagging for T20 World Cup also a one-day World Cup, and we won the gold medal at the Commonwealth Games in 2022 under her leadership. There's a reason why our women's cricket team is considered one of the most successful in all of sports, not just in cricket, and Lanning was crucial to all of that.
1: As for why she's retiring? Lanning says she doesn't have the spark to continue at the top level and that she's given everything she had to try and do as well as she could. After all those highlights though that you just listed Claire, I think she deserves a very well-earned <laughs> rest. <laughs> yeah,
0: good luck to her.
1: It is not over for Australian Swifties, including myself. New tickets for Taylor Swift's Sydney and Melbourne Eras Tour concerts are on sale today. I just don't know if I'll be able to handle the stress though, Claire. <laughs> oh,
0: Alice, I really feel like I need to understand what your strategy is here because I understand how stressful it was last time. Yeah, you and millions of others are getting back in the saddle, and I wish you all of the best. Uh, of course, back in June, four million Australians spent hours and hours. <laughs> and hours on Ticketek's website just trying to get their hands on one of the 450,000 tickets for Swiss 5 dates in Australia. That's happening next February. Um, Those who have dealt with their trauma and they're ready to have another go at it today, um, resale tickets for her three Sydney shows go on sale at 10am and the two Melbourne shows, they go on sale at 4 o'clock.
1: And if you are having a crack, Just be warned, the system for purchasing tickets is the same as it was in June, so be (laughs) prepared for
0: that. Oh, yeah. Wow, the the PTSD is (laughs) all coming back, I'm sure.
1: Yep, I'm stressing. And for those who do miss out again today, hope is still not lost. Ticket Tech's Resale Marketplace will open from 10am on Friday the 24th of November.
0: (laughs) Fingers crossed, everyone.
1: Friday Lights, Claire, what have you been looking at this week?
0: I am a huge fan of a roast chicken. I really like making it. It's a very easy one. It's one of those mm. things that's so simple for massive impact. So uh, I tried a new recipe, though, last weekend. It's got this spice mix that you need to put a little time into. Um, it's got cumin it's got coriander it's got fennel and it's got turmeric at the end of the day when you get to the end of that process you pull the chicken apart put it on some flatbread with some salads and it's just delicious Mm,
1: i've never tried to roast a whole chook so i might have to give that one a crack alice come (laughs) on blasphemy (laughs) this is like
0: adulting 101 you have to be able to roast a chicken
1: i'm all about the bachelor's handbag (laughs) (laughs) yeah fair
0: enough
1: And Claire, you and Kate will be back tomorrow with the weekly wrap.
0: Yep, we sure will. The weekly wrap comes out at 6am in your podcast feed. So have a look at that. We wrap up the week in news. We have a look at what's coming ahead. There is so much going on at the moment. So Kate and I will have a go at making sense of all of that (laughs) uh, and leave you all prepared for next week.
1: And that wraps us up today. Have a great Friday and weekend and we'll be back with you on Monday.